Hello, future fans, and welcome to episode 75 of Future Flicks with Billiam. That's right, I said episode 75, and that's because after much deliberation, you know, a lot longer than it should have taken, I decided to keep the number sequence going even with the non-regular episodes. Well, this is the Future Flicks Awards. This is when I like to acknowledge the movies that impressed me somehow or didn't impress me. So which film won Best Picture? What got Worst Picture? What movie was the biggest surprise? And what was the biggest disappointment? Listen and find out. This is the second annual Future Flix Awards with me, Billiam. everyone welcome 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 so let me just get done with the opening housekeeping and then i'll talk to you about what the future flex awards is and then i'll get on with the show so on any normal episode of future flex i go over every movie that's coming out during the week i tell you what it's about i tell you who's in it and i give my thoughts on it then i give it a score which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, or the Bill Score. And that score can go anywhere from a 0 for the really terrible movies to an 11 to the great movies. There's also news, any news that I noticed, and any new trailers that I noticed. I'll go over that. Of course, this is a special, so I will be doing none of that. But how do you reach me? And why would you want to reach me? Let's go over all that. First of all, you can reach me on Twitter at BilliamSWN and Instagram at BilliamSWN. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud, on the Somewhat Nerdy website, on the Somewhat Nerdy Facebook page. You can email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Just get a hold of me and I'll tell you why. There are a few reasons. You can answer the question of the week. That's right. Every week I have a question of the week. And if you answer it, I will talk about your answer on the show. You can also just ask me anything. Do you have a random question? Let me know. You can also tell me what you think I'm doing right, what you think I need to improve on. And speaking of that, a great place to do that is on iTunes by giving me five stars. I would like all the stars and then you can give an honest review on what you think. But I would very much like the five stars. It helps the show grow. And then also spread the word. Word of mouth. Word of mouth, not just a ludicrous album anymore. No, but honestly, just tell your friends. If you have friends who love movies, let them know. Go, hey, I listen to this great podcast called Future Flicks with Billiam. You should listen to it. Also, you should listen to any show on the Somewhat Nerdy Network, which is Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle. And don't forget the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Good old friends of the show. All right, let me talk about the awards show. I decided to do this last year. Last year was the first annual Future Flicks Awards. And I just decided to talk about the movies I saw and then say, hey, what I thought the best movie was, what the worst one was, best actor, best actress, best soundtrack. And I did some goofy ones, too, that I wasn't really inspired to by this year's lineup. And do keep in mind that any awards and anyone nominated for the awards, it's only movies I've seen. So a lot of people may be creaming their pants over Lady Bird. I haven't seen it. So that won't be nominated for anything, good or bad. 
But before we get into the awards, I just want to talk about some of the actors and actresses we lost this year. I know the Oscars always does this big in memoriam part of the show, and I don't want to go very deep into it. I'm just going to mention the biggest names I noticed. And one reason I want to do that is just because not everyone knows when a celebrity dies. We know about the huge ones. Everyone knew about Prince. Everyone knew about David Bowie. When Frank Sinatra died, everyone knew. When Princess Diana died, everyone knew. But some of these people may have slipped under the radar. I know I was surprised and then also had to be reminded of some of them. So uh, we lost a lot of people. According to IMDb, there's about 250-something people involved in the movie industry who passed away. And just because I don't name someone doesn't mean that it's not a bad thing. It's not meaning I'm snubbing them. I'm just mentioning some of the bigger names and also only actors or directors or big people in the movie industry. I'm going to ignore all of the musicians, any sports figures, anything like that. But we lost a lot of people like Michael Nyquist, who was in John Wick. He was the guy who uttered the famous line, f***ing pencil. We also lost Batman himself, Adam West, James Bond, Roger Moore died, the insult comic and actor Don Rickles, Bill Paxton, of course. So two actors from the Alien series we lost, Bill Paxton from Aliens, John Hurt from Alien. We lost legendary Mary Tyler Moore. We lost TV actor Miguel Ferreira. He also did some movies too, which is why he made the list. Just like Jim Neighbors, we mainly know as Gomer Pyle, but he did some movies as well. Della Reese, same thing. Henry Dean Stanton, after doing what many believe could be his Oscar-worthy performance, then he died. Uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, John Hurd, the father from Home Alone. John Hurd passed away. Mart the legendary Martin Landau. And of course, George Romero. None of those people are what I would call an A-list celebrity, but those are huge names and they will they will all be missed even though i haven't seen Della reese in anything personally since since touched by an angel went off the air but that doesn't mean i'm not going to miss her if you're interested imdb has a full list on their website i'm not going to link to it because you have google and you know how to use it uh, but before we get into the actual awards let me say one thing and then we'll we'll hear a word from our friends at somewhat nerdy radio but let me first say that you will see or hear <laughs> that is you will hear a lot of them same movies on a lot of lists and it's not because i didn't see a lot i saw about 35 new movies this year or that were released this year and 32 of them i think were in theaters but out of those ones, the ones that really stood out to me, stood out to me a lot. And that's why you will see a lot of them on different lists, though they don't always win. But let's go into our first break as we listen to a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Stay tuned. Imagine yourself on a journey with the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. All right, and we're back. Welcome back to the show. Let's get into the first category. And the first category of the night is for the My Mixtape is on Fire Award for Best Soundtrack. And the nominees are Baby Driver, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, 
Thor Ragnarok, Your Name, and The Fate of the Furious. And the winner of the My Mixtape is on Fire Award for Best Soundtrack goes to... Baby Driver. All right, Thor Ragnarok had some great songs. Like, it really made people remember, if you, if in case you forgot, it made people remember how f***ing amazing Led Zeppelin and especially the Immigrant song were. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 had a great soundtrack, just like Volume 1 did. I, I didn't like it as much, though it really put Fleetwood Mac back on my music list. But Baby Driver. Baby Driver was so good and with the music it added a whole new level and each song was important and it fit the scene it always felt fit the scene really well either with the theme or just more often the pace and it just helped set the tone for each and every scene and that is why it impressed me so much a baby driver was a great movie and it was a I don't want to call it a sleeper movie just because of a lot of people knew about it, but it wasn't one of the huge ones. It wasn't one of the really big ones this year that everyone was looking towards. It came out, people were like, oh, this looks really good. Saw it. It was good. And lo and behold, it made a lot of money. Not as much as a lot of the blockbusters did, mind you, but it still did really well. And as some of you may have already been able to tell from this, the awards I do aren't your aren't always your typical ones. Sure, I'll do Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Picture. But if I just stuck to everything that the Academy Awards or the Emmys did, it would be Emmys. <laughs> yeah, the Emmys, not Grammys. Oh, I'm getting my mixed up. If I stuck to everything the Academy Awards did, it would get boring. But with that, let's move on to something that's not boring. And let's talk about the nominees for the Explosions and Shit Award for Best Non-Comic Book Blockbuster. And the nominees are... The Fate of the Furious, Power Rangers, The Mummy, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Geostorm. And the winner for Explosions and Shit Award for Best Non-Comic Book Blockbuster is... Star Wars The Last Jedi. Of course, what else was it going to be? Star Wars The Last Jedi saved me on this one. It really did, because otherwise it would have been a big toss-up between The Fate of the Furious, Power Rangers, The Mummy, and Geostorm. It would have been a lot harder. And yes, I even put Geostorm and The Mummy on that. this, you may have noticed, because, no, they weren't great movies, but they were fun. They were blockbusters. They, they are what you expect. And that is why I, I love being the way I am when it comes to movies, and I can acknowledge a movie that is great and go, wow, look at that. That is Citizen Kane. That is a f***ing great movie. Look at Orson Welles' use of light and sh and how amazing it is. And then I can look at the Fast and the Furious franchise and go, f yeah. That is exactly what I want. Fast cars, explosions, and sheer awesomeness. But then Star Wars The Last Jedi came out and f***ed it all up for all of the other categories. Or not categories, all of the other nominees. And it was the best. It really was. All right, folks. Well, the next logical step from Best Non-Comic Book Blockbuster is Best Comic Book Movie. So here are your nominees for the Best Stan Lee Cameo, unless it's DC Award, for Best Comic Book Movie, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok. And the winner for the Best Stan Lee Cameo, unless it's DC Award, is 
Thor Ragnarok. This one was a lot tougher. This was a really tough category just because I loved every one of those movies and I'm limiting my number of nominees to five. So I couldn't give Justice League a spot on there, even though I did really love the movie, despite what the critics are saying. Logan was great. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, they were all fantastic. But Thor Ragnarok was the only one that I really needed to see more than once in theaters. Like if one of my friends asked, or if one of you, my dear listeners, would have shown up at my door, I would have been like, how the f*** did you find my house? That is weird. But that's, that's besides the point. If you would have shown up and go, hey, do you want to go see Logan or one of those other movies I mentioned? I said, yes, I've already seen it, but yes, I will go with you again. But Thor Ragnarok was the only one that I took the initiative to go see again. Two, three times in theaters? I, f- I forgot which how many times I saw it in theaters, but it, each time I loved it. I laughed a lot. This was the movie that the Thor franchise needed. I liked the first one, and I really liked the second one too, but they weren't critically acclaimed. Even though I say f- critics, even the audiences were kind of meh on both of them. This was the one that got everyone on board. And it's the one that got me pumped. The minute it comes out to own, I'm going to buy it and watch it again. It was that good. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and watch it. Except for the negative categories, watch all of these movies. Anything that's worthy of one of these awards is a really good movie. Let's move on to the next category. Best Cry Movie. And the nominees for the I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Award are A Monster Calls, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, War for the Planet of the Apes, and Kingsman The Golden Circle. And the winner is... A Monster Calls. I had gone into this movie prepared. I had read the book, and it is a fantastic book. But even then, it hit me right in the feels, and I knew what was coming. Because the book and the movie didn't differentiate a lot. So I knew what was going to happen, and it didn't matter. I think everyone should watch this movie. I think everyone should read the book. It is worth it. And you could tell that I was stretching just a bit because this was a category I wanted to do because I believe at least the Monster Calls, Logan, and Guardians of the Galaxy deserved a nod for this. Kingsman, yeah, it got me. The Country Roads, Take Me Home thing got me. And War for the Planet of the Apes, kind of, it almost got me. Not quite, just because I didn't like that movie very much. So just the fact that War for the Planet of the Apes was on there should tell you that I had to stretch a little bit just to make this work. All right, everyone. Two more categories before the break. Two more. So here we go. Our next category is for movies that no one really thought were going to be great. Movies that were going to be a cluster from the very beginning. And even though they may have looked interesting as in fun, just pure fun from an action standpoint or visual standpoint, you knew they weren't going to be great. So here are your nominees for the Chocolate Covered Bugs Award for movies that weren't as bad as I was expecting. The Great Wall, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, The Mummy, 47 Meters Down, and Geostorm. And the winner is... 47 Meters Down. 
This was actually a tough category for me because I picked the movies I knew I wanted on there, but then picking the actual winner was a little difficult and it came down to a couple factors. It came down to the main actor or actress in it. And it also came down to basically just how good it looked in the trailer. And the Great Wall had Matt Damon. It had a lot of controversy behind it, but Matt Damon is a reliable actor. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword was a Guy Ritchie film. He's a reliable director. The Mummy, God, that looked like it was going to be garbage, but visual, fun, garbage. And it also had Tom Cruise in it, reliable as well. And Geostorm, guess what? Reliable actor, Gerard Butler. And also disaster movies. There's something about a good disaster movie. 47 Meters Down was the one that I only saw because I went with a friend and I got to see it for free. But that's it. That's the only reason I saw this film. And I'm glad I did because it wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. And it's just bordering on good, but it was a fun movie. It was really intense and they did so without a lot of CG, which was really impressive. This movie had the smallest budget out of all of these and it made my butthole pucker way more than any of the other movies on the list did. This is actually getting a sequel from what I hear that's literally going to be called 48 Meters Down. I was expecting garbage when I saw this, and I enjoyed myself, so that's why it won this award. Well, folks, we have one more category before the break, and that is the Star Wars Prequel Award for Biggest Miss. So this isn't Worst Movie. Don't get me wrong. This is the movie that had the biggest hype, but didn't quite make it. You will also notice later on in the show that the nominees for Worst Movie are some of these movies, but not all of them. But this award focuses on the one, the winner, that is, is the one that almost made it, was almost good, and just fell short. So here are your nominees for the Star Wars Prequel Award for Biggest Miss. Live By Night, A Cure for Wellness, Mind Gamers, Alien Covenant, and War for the Planet of the Apes. And the winner is... War for the Planet of the Apes. I really wanted this movie to be great. I really did so, so bad. I loved the first two movies, and I thought this one was going to be great. I thought it was going to do it and be a perfect trilogy, but it fell so short. I was so disappointed with this movie. There were so many things that they did that had me scratching my head going, why did you do this? The way the whole thing ended... It was just disappointing. And there was a lot of great things about this movie too, so it was just so close to being good, but it did so many things wrong that it fell short and was the biggest disappointment and the biggest miss. And on that solemn note, we will go to our final break, where we hear word from our friends at Nerds of the Squared Circle and the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Stay tuned for the end of the second annual Future Flicks Awards. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds in the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Squared Circle on someone nerdy.com. 
There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMPodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Welcome back, everyone. All right, let's get into the next category, which is called the Onion Ring in Your Order of French Fries Award for Biggest Surprise. The movies in this category went above and beyond expectations. In some cases, I had high expectations and these movies surpassed it, and in some cases, I had low expectations and these movies far surpassed it. Okay, well, actually, only one movie was a low expectation and then far surpassed it. But all the other ones I had high expectations for, and they went above and beyond. So here are your nominees for the Onion Ring in your Order of French Fries Award for Biggest Surprise. Get Out. Wonder Woman. Baby Driver. Wind River, and Thor Ragnarok. And the winner is... Get Out. God, this movie was huge, and if you missed it, you have done yourself a disservice. And I am looking at you, Ken Petrie, and I hope you're listening to this because I have a challenge for you at the end of this episode, so stay tuned for that. But seriously, Get Out was one of those movies everyone was stoked for. This was a movie from the comic mind of Jordan Peele, and it was a horror movie. Yes, Brian Q, it was a horror movie with bits of comedy. A social commentary, or a social horror, as as the writer and director calls it. And I was expecting a good movie, but I was not expecting something as great as I saw. If you have not seen this movie, do yourself a favor and watch it. You will not be disappointed unless you hate movies, in which case nothing would save you. But let us move on to the next category. We have the Meryl Streep Award for Best Actress. This one's straightforward. Best Actress. There we go. Uh, Though I am combining in this one supporting and lead because, you know, I'm not the Academy. I'm not the Golden Globes. I'm not going to split hairs like that. I'm just going to do actor, actress. That's it. So here we go. Here are your nominees for the Meryl Streep Award for Best Actress. Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman. Felicity Jones from A Monster Calls. Catherine Keener from Get Out. Sigourney Weaver from A Monster Calls. And Kate Blanchett from Thor Ragnarok. And the winner is... Kate Blanchett for Thor Ragnarok. This was a really hard category. I I love Gal Gadot. I love Felicity Jones, Sigourney Weaver, and Catherine Keener. But Kate Blanchett absolutely murdered it as Hela in Thor Ragnarok. She was one of my favorite villains of all time, like right below Loki, and played the role with this insane grace. Not insane as a measure of how good it is, even though it was insanely good, but insane as in she was 
bat crazy. So we have this power mad, insane god who was just released from her prison that she's been in for who knew how long. I know they, they probably told you in the movie, but I forgot. And she played the role perfectly. She was more than I could have even asked for. Thor Ragnarok was such a good movie that I was able to watch it two days in a row, I think for three times total. God, I forgot how many times I saw it. And it was great each time. Well, three more categories left. So you know what? Let's keep this episode short. Let's do it. Let's go into the Matt Damon Award for Best Actor. And the nominees are Louis McDougall from A Monster Calls, Bill Skarsgård from It, Hugh Jackman from Logan, Andy Serkis for War for the Planet of the Apes, and Adam Driver for The Last Jedi. And the winner is... Louis McDougall for A Monster Calls. And this one was actually easy. Nothing against the other nominees. Nothing against them at all. They did a fantastic job. But Louis McDougall blew me away. There is no reason a kid should be this good at acting. And that's either going to mean one of two things. It's either going to mean fantastic things for his career. Like he is going to skyrocket into superstardom or he's just going to kind of slowly fade out. So is he going to make it really big like Leonardo DiCaprio or Natalie Portman? Or is he just going to kind of fade away like Haley Joel Osment, who is still an actor? He still does things, but his name is not on the tip of anyone's tongue anymore. When I talk to people about movies and he comes up, people are genuinely surprised he is still in movies. But if you want to see some truly good acting from a young man, you watch A Monster Calls. I really hope Louis McDougall makes it. I really hope he doesn't fade away. I just want to give special nods to Michael Keaton and for Tom Hiddleston because this list was originally seven long and it was really hard to take it down to five. And it just dawned on me that I forgot to give the special mentions for the best actress. Oddly enough, that list was also seven that I had to cut two people off and I really didn't want to. Those two people were Laura Dern for her role in The Last Jedi and Talitha Bateman for Annabelle Creation. Annabelle Creation may not have been that great of a movie. I mean, I liked it, but it wasn't that great. But Talitha Bateman was amazing. All right, everyone. We have two categories left, and we know what those categories are. Best movie and worst movie. But let's end on a happy note. So let's talk about the Meet the Feebles Award nominees for worst movie. That's right, the Meet the Feebles Award. And here are your nominees. Alien Covenant. A Cure for Wellness and Mind Gamers. And the winner, or should I say loser, is... <laughs> Alien Covenant. All right, you may have noticed I only did three movies for this one because it was hard for me to find even those three that I really didn't like and that I could even consider being a worst movie. Originally, it was just two listed until I remembered that I saw Mind Gamers. And if you're wondering, Mind Gamers was this Fathom event movie that was released and people had asked for their money back afterwards, not because it was terrible, but because of false advertising. The trailer made it look like if you went to this, you would be hooked up to this mind machine and would read your mind or take scans of your brain. And then at the end of the movie, the results would be shown live. Well, while we did see the results live, the only places that actually got their heads scanned was L.A. and New York. 
That was it. And there was such an outrage with it that anyone who who complained got their money back just flat out. It was also a shitty movie, but Alien Covenant beat that. Jesus Christ, it beat that. It was so bad. It was terrible. Not even the fantastic acting in it could save it. The acting of Michael Fassbender couldn't save this. The story was terrible. How they tied it into Prometheus was terrible. The Alien franchise deserves to either die completely or be handed off to someone else, but I would rather see it die completely and just live with the first four movies and forget these last ones. F*** these last ones. If you ask me, hey, Billiam, do you want to pay to go see Alien Covenant again? Or would you rather eat this ramen for free that a sumo wrestler teabagged after a match? And I would have to f***ing think about it. That's how bad this movie was. I would consider eating ramen that had the taint of a sumo wrestler in it. God, that movie was sh**. Just utter sh**. In each regular episode of Future Flicks, you'll hear me at the end talk about, hey, don't forget to check out Big D the Movie Hunter on YouTube. This is one of the movies Big D and I have differed on. We see eye to eye on a lot because he loves movies. I love movies. We love shitty movies too. I will never watch Alien Covenant again. He owns it on 4K. That's, that's where we differ. But let's end this. Let's get into the final award. And then I will talk about the question of the week that I didn't talk about in episode 73 and talk about what everyone else said for what their favorite movie was. I only got one answer from the actual show. All the other answers I got from asking people like directly. Hey, somewhat nerdy guys. What was your favorite movie? But here we go. Here are the nominees for the oh, you have to see it award for best movie. A Monster Calls. Get Out, Your Name, It, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. And the winner, the best movie of 2017, the movie that I would recommend to every single living human being is... A Monster Calls. This one surprised me because the movie came out in January of 2017 and I saw it and it blew my f***ing mind. It was amazing. And I knew then that it would be a contender for best picture, but I didn't know it'd win because I knew we had other movies coming out. I was looking forward to Get Out, Your Name, It, and Star Wars. I was looking forward to War for the Planet of the Apes and Logan, Alien Covenant at the time, all these other movies. And it I didn't think that a movie released so early in the year would stay with me so long. But you know what? It did. And it's not just because I read the book. It, I mean, it really helped. But the movie was so close to the book. It was so close that you didn't have to read the book to get any extra enjoyment out of. With it, it helped. If you read the book, you got all these amazing Easter eggs. Like all the time the turtle was mentioned. All the small hints to characters that they never showed. All of it was so great. But with this movie, you got it all. You got the full story just as great as it was in the pages of the book. And it hits you right in the feels. But here is the caveat. Watch this once. Please watch this once. Enjoy it. Love it. And you may never watch it again. I have because it was just a really great movie. But other people can't. I know people who have seen this who will probably never watch it again just because it, it hit them so hard in such a primal place 
that they admit, yes, great movie. This movie was amazing. I am never going to watch it again. But I beg you, I plead with you, if you have not seen this movie, please do so. I give an 11 out of 11 as my top score, but if I could give a 12, if I could give a 15, if I could give a 1,000, I would give it to A Monster Calls. This is not only my favorite movie of the year, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. This goes on the short list of great movies. But ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is it for this episode and the second installment, the second annual Future Flicks Awards. Before we go, we have to talk about the question of the week and what I was talking about involving Mr. Ken Petrie from the Watch Your Mouth podcast. So let's start with that. Let's start with the offer I have for Ken. Ken, you are famous on the Watch Your Mouth podcast for not watching movies. I am the movie guy. We only met in person once, but we got along really well. I consider you a friend. I want to visit again. I want to visit and hang out again. But before that, before I get the chance to do that, I want to expand your movie horizons. So I propose this. I collect the change from every cash transaction I do, and I put it in a jar. I have recently counted it, and I decided I should put that money to some good use. But instead of just straight up donating it, I thought I would have some fun. So I offer you this. I will give you a list of 10 movies. We will work together on this just so I don't give you the list and you will go, oh, I've actually seen all these. But we'll talk back and forth a little bit. And then after I get a set of 10 movies, you will watch these movies. There will be no time limit because I understand you are busy. I just hope you get it done sometime this year. Maybe you watch all of those movies. I will donate $5 per movie to a charity of your choice. So it could be that whenever you finish it, it could be that particular charity for your show, or it could be one of your favorites or one that you've never donated to before. But I will leave it up to you. So once again, I give you a list of 10 movies you have not seen that I think are great. You watch these movies, you give me feedback, and then I donate money per movie to a charity of your choice. What say you, Ken Petrie, from the Watch Your Mouth podcast? And with that out of the way, let's get into the question of the week, and I will read off some of the favorite movies from 2017 of friends of mine and other people in the somewhat nerdy website and podcast sphere. Here we go. Well, let's start with the two loyalist listeners to Future Flicks with Billiam, Frat Matt. Frat Matt was the first to answer, and he answered Logan. Obviously great choice. It was a great movie and it helped show the world that yes, comic book movies can be rated R and still be good. It was violent, but it wasn't gratuitous. Not like Deadpool, but of course with Deadpool, we expected it. We expected something of that caliber. I'm not sure if I fully supported the Logan re-release in black and white. That could have just been an extra on the DVD Blu-ray. But, you know, some people saw it. We move on to Brian Q. Yes, Brian Q answered, and he said, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. No, he wasn't being down and depressing. That was his answer. A movie called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. One I believe I missed. To read his full answer, he says, Overall, it was a rather lackluster year. If I had to pick a movie that I enjoyed, it would be I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And as always, Brian, you... Do not disappoint. You brought up a movie that not only I missed, but one that I want to see. This is a Netflix original. I believe a Netflix original. It just says now streaming on Netflix on the uh, 
on the poster. But reading straight from IMDb, it says when a depressed woman is burglarized, she finds a new sense of purpose by tracking down the thieves alongside her obnoxious neighbor, played by Elijah Wood, but they soon find themselves dangerously out of their depth against a pack of degenerate criminals. And yeah, I'm down. I am down to watch this. My somewhat nerdy brethren also answered. We first have an answer from Durf. He says The Last Jedi gets his vote, and that is a really good choice. My old group of friends really, really hated The Last Jedi, and the text stream that I mostly ignore is just full of them shitting on it for the past, God, for the past month or however long the movie's been out. But they are also terrible people who hate movies, so let's ignore what they say and listen to Durf that, yes, Last Jedi was fantastic. Roz answered, and Roz says, Gerald's Game, a movie that, Jesus, I need to watch. But my fiancé's coming pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, my fiancé is flying in pretty soon, and I think I'll wait to watch it with her. She's a huge fan of horror, just like Roz, and even though Gerald's Game, I wouldn't classify it as real horror, it's more of a thriller, it might be down her alley. And finally, we've got an answer from Jonathan, and I, I'm sorry, uh, Jonathan, he, he hasn't posted on the website in a while, and I forgot what his handle was, so I, I'm very sorry if you're listening to this. But his answer is It and Blade Runner. He cheated, he had two, how can he do that? Easy peasy. Because It was a great movie, and I'm ashamed that I haven't seen Blade Runner, that I missed it, but from everything I've heard, it was great. About four different people that have differing movie tastes that I know that have seen it all loved it. And that, to me, is a big hell yeah to see this. And for what the Watch Your Mouth guys said, you know what? I had asked them. I should have asked Dan. I had asked him on Facebook, and I think he missed the message. So I'm just going to go by what they said on their episode. And they talked about their favorite movies in episode 109, Haggis Rampant. And you know what? Haggis Rampant actually answered too. If you do not know, they are a band and they actually did the opening music for the Watch Your Mouth podcast. You should check out their music, uh, their songs, you know, give it a listen. But they they all loved Wonder Woman. Dan Kirk said he loved Spider-Man Homecoming. He says that was only because he hasn't seen Star Wars yet. But since you broke my little heart, Dan, I'm just going to say your answer is Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, Ken and Critter never actually said theirs or came out and said theirs in the episode, but I'm guessing Ken probably Thor Ragnarok because it's maybe the only movie he saw last year. And Critter Baby Driver? Correct me if I'm wrong. But let's finish it off with my friend, my best friend, AJ, who said Logan Lucky. Good choice on that. Logan Lucky was a great movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was one of the two movies I've mentioned a few times now that had Country Roads Take Me Home as a very important song in the movie. And those are the only answers I got. Any listeners out there, if you want to add on to it, if you have a favorite movie, let me know. You can find out how to contact me in the housekeeping that's going to come out very shortly. But you can answer any question of the week, anytime at all. There will be new, no new one for this episode because we have one from episode 74. And we're going to have a new one for episode 76. Let's wrap this up. This has been the second annual Future Flicks with Billiam Awards. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope next year I watch more movies so I can have even more variety in the awards. But let's wrap this up. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and any podcast listening app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. You know, I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a rating. I would love five stars or a like or, you know, a share. Share the podcast. 
spread the word. That is how we grow. Also leave a comment. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I need to improve on, but please, please, please leave those five stars, not three, just five stars. I would greatly appreciate it. How do you reach me? That is a great question. Leave a comment for me on the Someone Nerdy website or Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, Billiam SWN. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. And seriously, hit me up anytime about anything. Just say, hey, ask for a movie recommendation. Go, hey, have you seen this movie? And I'll tell you, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. And if I haven't, I'll watch it. I've watched some of these obscure movies that Brian Q has mentioned. So if you have anything you think I would like or think I should watch, just let me know. So be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of our latest blogs and news. Don't forget the friends of the show, my bromance buddies, the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. And a childhood friend of mine has a podcast too. It's the Tiger Mike Sports Show. Check that out. He knows a lot of stuff. Him and his co-star know a lot of stuff. It is, it's really impressive. I listened to an episode and honestly got a little lost because I know nothing about sports. Besides that the Niners break my heart each and every year. Well, finally, let's end this with my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans. Please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off. I'll see you in the future.